ever since the SEC expanded and created two divisions in 1992, we've had those two divisions. Everything's been kind of fine, but it's time to merge into one. And I think finally, the rest of the SEC agrees. We're going to talk about it. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Doing great. Uh, The big move is complete. Nightmarish, hellish week, but here I am, finally in Tuscaloosa, though still with the cartoon background, even though the actual stadium is behind me, I'm still going with the cartoon background. I think that's good. At the moment. I think we're all used to Ghost Jimmy, and we want Ghost Jimmy to <laughs> remain. Um, Ghost Jimmy remains. So, Jimmy, it sounds like the SEC, Greg Sankey, has come out and said, look, we're pretty much – saying we're going to merge into one uh, big conference. You know, we're already one conference, I guess. We're not going to have any more divisions is what I should say. No more divisions. It's going to be just one big grouping. And I think that's the way to do this. And if that were the way we were doing it this year, then it would be Georgia and Tennessee in a rematch, which I think is what it should be. It shouldn't be LSU there, even though LSU beat us. Um, LSU beat Tennessee, and LSU has an overall better record. So I, I feel like that's what it should be. We've seen some other examples in 2013. Um, Alabama would have played Auburn for a rematch. Actually, is that true? Or would we have played – or would Missouri still have played? Because they only had one loss at the time, too. I'm not sure. I'm not going to remember exact records, but I know that – I mean, Alabama would have – yeah, Alabama would have been in for sure. I mean, you know, Alabama would have been in, even with the Auburn, it would have been Alabama and Auburn. And that's one of the things I don't like about this is, is that great that Alabama and Auburn would end the season, play each other, Auburn wins, and the very next game, seven days later, is the exact same teams playing just seven days later for the championship. We're just going to have to get used to a whole lot of new stuff in the new college football. Yeah, it's not great. I mean – it's not great, but it is great. I mean, it's not great, I don't think, for Alabama fans because, I mean, we just hate playing Auburn. We've been through this a million times. It's not as much fun for us it is, as it is for them. Even if we win, for me, it's just relief. I mean, I'm like, thank God I don't have to listen to them talk about how awesome they are for the rest of the year. And for them, if they win, they're rolling everything and putting tongues on metal poles in, in freezing temperatures. They're doing everything. They're celebrating every which way they can. And they're a strange way to celebrate. I, I think the rolling trees is a better idea than licking cold poles and, <laughs> and Buffalo. By the way, Buffalo moved their game to Detroit. I mean, but I'm, I'm surprised, surprised Buffalo didn't say, you know, we'll take the, our chances with the seven feet of snow. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed. I even went out of my way. I, can't, I mean, it is too much personal stuff as if no one would care. But uh, I was caravanning with the wife up today. We had to take both cars because we moved to Tuscaloosa today. So she's in the car behind me. And I excitedly called her on the phone to say, hey, noon on Sunday in the Buffalo game, there's going to be six feet of snow. We've got to cancel whatever we're doing on Sunday and watch the Cleveland Buffalo game because there's six feet. I was so excited. And then I had to call her halfway up and say, ah, never mind. They're going to Detroit. It would be funny if they went to Detroit and still made them play outside, though. 
Like, they don't even <laughs> let them play in the forward field or whatever. Um, so and I assume since they're playing, they're the home team. Buffalo's the home team in Detroit, right? Bet on Cleveland. Finally, finally, Detroit fans are like, we might get a home win. <laughs> yeah, bet on, bet on Cleveland if Buffalo is the home team in Detroit. Because oh. the home team in Detroit has won about seven times since me and Luke were in high school. God, man, I, I really would have loved to have seen that because there was a, a Maxion game last night that had all that kind of snow. But anywho, um, it's a little reminiscent. I know Bama – Iowa State didn't buy Bama Iowa State in the Independence Bowl have that. Anywho, let's let's get back on track. I was there. I was there. Uh, I was there, and it was cold, but it did not snow. Okay. The only snow I can remember at an Alabama game, and I don't remember if it was more. I think it was some level of snow. Strange date, but you guys can look this up. Nineteen. No, no. Uh, yeah, 1993 against Southern Miss for homecoming Sweet. around Halloween. Sweet. It was sleet or snow. And I thought I remembered some level of snow, and it was around Halloween, uh, 93. Well, I look, uh, I was an SAE at Alabama, and it snowed year round, but that's more of a <laughs> slang term, and only people who were SAEs in Alabama may get that. Uh, anyway, um, so we're going to one, we're going to, to one just big division, I guess there were, can you call it a division if it's only one of them? Cause the, the, there's no division. Yeah. There's an SEC. And I like it, Jimmy. I like it. I, I know it's going to give us, but I mean, I hate uh, Auburn in 2010, for instance, they played, right. uh, th- they played, uh, South Carolina. Now, that South Carolina team ended up with five losses. Maybe they lost the, you know, lost the championship game, lost the bowl game. I can't remember. But I was thinking they should be playing a better team. But because they were, you know, at the time the East was bunk, uh, that's who they got to play. So I'm just saying there, there have been instances where it's much better to play a team uh, that that is a better representation of the league. I mean, let's really get one and two in there if we can. Here's what's interesting. Uh, I mean, super interesting, and you said this earlier, and I couldn't agree more. The SEC championship game this season should be not Georgia versus LSU, which is the reality, but it should be Georgia versus Tennessee. Those were the two teams in the league all year long, and Tennessee has earned their way into it, and Tennessee has been a better team than LSU. In fact, Tennessee beat the crap out of LSU in Baton Rouge, and they're not in the SEC championship game, but LSU is which shows the fallacy of the two divisions and maybe why it's not a very fair way to decide who should be in the championship game. So Luke is exactly right that LSU versus Tennessee is the right way to go. But I will say this, which is crazy sounding. It's the way to go. This is how smart Greg Sankey is and and the people in the SEC that made this decision, guys and gals. It's because – LSU versus Tennessee is a good championship game with the new national championship format. Because in the new national championship format, the 12-team playoff, it doesn't matter who wins the SEC championship game. Both of those teams are getting in. When Georgia beats Tennessee again, that will just give Tennessee its second loss, both against Georgia, and Tennessee is still going to be part of a 12-team playoff. However, this season, imagine this, Luke. 
this season, it wouldn't serve Tennessee to be in the SEC championship game because a second loss to LSU to, to Georgia knocks them out. Tennessee will be out in a 14 playoff. Georgia beating them again would knock them out. Tennessee is better served not playing for the SEC championship this season. Instead, it's going to be LSU, who's not in the playoff. They've already lost twice. A loss to Georgia is a third loss. They're probably not in the playoff, even in a 12-team playoff. So I think this decision by Greg Sankey, Luke, is forward thinking. It's, you know what? The top two teams are getting in. So even if you go to the SEC championship game and lose, you won't be playing your way out, which is exactly what would happen in a four-team playoff. Because like I said, if it was still a 14 playoff and it's Georgia versus Tennessee, a Tennessee loss knocks Tennessee out of the playoff. That will not be the case in a 12-team playoff. So this is very forward thinking. I'm 100% on board with it for that reason alone. But it is really weird to have a 16-team conference and no divisions. That'll be something that's kind of weird to get used to. Also means this, Luke, it's a subliminal message that, hey, the scheduling that we've been doing, that's out because the divisions explained the scheduling. Now the scheduling will be different. Uh, I'm supposing that what it means is there's going to be a lot more rotation and less, hey, we play these same teams every single season. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. Even if, I mean, there'll be some people that, that totally disagree with me here. I'm sort of fine if we said we don't, you know, yeah, there will be a rotation where we don't play Auburn and we don't play Tennessee. I'm fine with you. To want to, oh, my God, Luke, that's so against college football. Do you know we've done everything against college football tradition recently? I'm a traditionalist. I love college football in the traditional sense. But we are moving so light speed away from what we've always known college football is that I'm fine now saying, Look, I'd be fine if, if you said we're taking a break from the Iron Bowl for one year or two years, whatever the rotation would be, I'd be like, man, thank you. I could really use that. And maybe we play them in the playoffs or something. So it's not that big. Or maybe we play them in the championship game or in, in, in the SEC championship game. So it's not like it's a guaranteed week uh, year off. So, uh, yeah, I'd be for it. Jimmy, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about this Lane Kiffin little thing a little more before we get into uh, predictions uh, in the last segment. Okay, so, Jimmy, you know Zach Blackerby. He runs Locked on Auburn. Um, he is uh, he's sort of like the head honcho over all the college stuff boss. from the Locked on Network. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically he's our boss. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. if he asked me to do something, I'd do it. I mean, in terms of locked on stuff. So I just wash his car. <laughs> you, you're his. Uh, what, oh God, what's the coach's name from Tennessee that was getting coffee for Nick Saban? Butch, Butch Jones. Jones. Butch Jones. Yeah, I'm a Butch. Oh man, I love Butch Jones. <laughs> okay, so Zach Blackerby the other day, and I he's I, my favorite know. coach in Arkansas State <laughs> history, just ahead of Brian Horson. <laughs> so. All right, uh, Zach Blacker, Blackerby, I listen to Locked on Auburn about every morning because I usually leave about 5 in the morning, and um, I listen to him. It's about 30 minutes like our show. And I like to know the enemy, and I like Zach. Zach is really good at what he does. good at his job. He's very good at his job, for real. 
he really is. And he knows Auburn stuff and he gets a bunch of good guests. Um, so anyway, but he said something the other day and then he finally doubled down on it on a Montgomery radio show on, I, I go on every Wednesday with the, the host there also took Zach's side. They basically, the premise was this. If Auburn gets Lane Kiffin, Alabama fans are going to be shaking in their boots. Not only Alabama fans, the rest of the SEC. And I said, guys, look, before you get into that, let me tell you something. I think Lane Kiffin would be a very good hire for Auburn. I think he could be very good. And he certainly, a hundred times over, is an upgrade from Brian Harson. A hundred yes. times over. Yes. Now, do I think he's going to make Nick Saban or Kirby Smart or Brian Kelly or Jeff Heupel, for that matter, or Billy Napier, for that matter, do I think he's going to make them, you know, lose sleep every now? No. Do I think he makes the SEC tougher because he goes to a place with more resources and more passion for football? Yes. I think, and I said, we live in a world where you either say, every time somebody's hired, you either say, this is a home run, or they flub the hire and it's awful. And I said, there's a gray area in there, and I think Lane Kiffin is on the upper end of the closer to home run, but not really a home run. I mean, there just isn't a home run higher out there this year. You know, there's not a Nick Saban on the block. There's And what's funny then, and I'm, I'm this is taking a long time, but so the host said to me, hey, you know, no, Lane Kiffin's done stuff at Ole Miss nobody else could do. I said, let me tell you something. If Nick Saban or Kirby Smart had gone to Ole Miss, yes, they could do it. And he just said, that's laughable. And I said – you think Nick Saban wouldn't kick butt anywhere he went? He He's done it. He beat the number one team in the country at Michigan State, and they had no resources at the time. They were nothing, and he beat Ohio State. Now, Lane Kiffin, again, I like him. I think he would be a great hire for Auburn. He's probably the best hire they could make. I 100% agree with that. I wouldn't like it because I like Lane Kiffin, and, and I do think he's a better coach than Brian Harson. Again, I felt like I had to keep saying that. And um, I said, but, and, and the host followed it up with, see, Nick Saban nor Kirby Smart would ever take that old Miss job. And I said, oh. well, first of all, that kind of helps make my point that Lane Kiffin had gone so far down in the dumps, he had to, you know, work his way back up. Secondly, Kirby Smart was going to take the South Kakalaki job till Georgia was like, if we don't hire him now, we may not get him. And they uh, parted ways with Mark Richt. So that's just the way it is. So, yes, he would have taken Ole Miss, too, I bet, if the Ole Miss had – Kirby Smart was going to take the Auburn job if Auburn had given him more power. But anyway, my point is that, look, while it's okay to say Lane Kiffin is a very good, strong hire that would make Auburn a lot better. But I think it's kind of nutty, almost like, what are you talking about, to say Lane Kiffin at Auburn makes the rest of the SEC – shaking their boots. I just don't agree with that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of good points. I, I I think several things can be true and not just one thing. Uh, I think several statements can be true and they not conflict with one another. And it would be a true statement, assuming it's Lane Kiffin to Auburn. That's what I believe. I believed it for a week. Uh, I believe it today. Uh, I think it's Lane Kiffin. And if something goes wrong and something goes haywire, then I think it's Hugh Freeze. That, that, that's what I've thought for a good week. And that's what I believe now as we tape this. And who knows, by the time it comes out, they'll be like, boy, Julius and the Lockdown Bama, they talked about Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze to Auburn, and, and they hired uh, the defensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
I mean, I, I don't know, but I think it's going to be Lane. And 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 I do believe, like you, Luke, I think uh, that it would be a really good hire. I think it's a closer to a home run than anything else. Lane has proven already. He's a proven winner in the SEC. Uh, he's entertaining. He's fun. He's going to make it fun. <clears throat> I think Lane as head coach at Auburn, while Nick Saban is at Alabama, is going to make it the most interesting rivalry in, in college sports simply because Lane doesn't mind talking about Nick. Uh, he, he will speak about Nick in reverent tones and speak to him as kind of like he's Yoda. You know, Nick is, is, is Luke Skywalker and, 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 and Coach says Yoda. I think he's got that shtick until it drives us nuts. And then he's also going to talk trash. He's going to do both. And that's what makes Lane interesting. Lane owns Twitter. Lane is the best college football head coach in the country on Twitter. Uh, he makes Twitter funny. Uh, he's really good with that stuff. His Taylor Swift stuff last two or three days has been great. Uh, that just shows how Lane really identifies with young people really well. Uh, I think it's a great hire for Auburn. Now, for Alabama fans that are, quote, worried about what this means for Alabama with Auburn hiring Lane, hey, uh, you know, he may prove me wrong over this, but but my question would be to Alabama fans that might be worried is what is Lane going to do at Auburn that he did not do at Ole Miss? Why is this any different? Alabama plays Ole Miss every single season. Alabama plays. Uh, well, Jimmy, we lost you. I know. I've gone from white ghost to dark. <laughs> Let me. I think, hold on. Hold on. Jimmy, you literally disappeared into the ether. I uh, know. What uh, in the uh, world happened to you? What did you post? That was this. That was this. All right. Wait a minute. Hang on. I want. I, 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 I want to keep going. Play I want to keep going with what you said, but I want to say this. Yeah. Like, you're right, because I need to add this, because I think this is an important part of the story. The host of this program, who I like, by the way, nice guy. Um, he's had me on a gazillion times, and I appreciate the opportunity because it gives us a chance to, uh, you know, talk about Locked on Bama and whatever. I appreciate that. He literally said this, though, and it took me back. And it took me back even further because Zach was kind of on his side, and I was like, Man, I feel like, how am I the crazy one here to hear this? And but anyway, he said that he, this host who is an Alabama fan, would rather hire Lane Kiffin this year and Nick Saban retire than have Nick, than, than have Nick Saban going forward for however many years and have Auburn hire Lane Kiffin. And I said, to me, that is bananas. I don't know what else to say. I said, that's wrong on a lot of levels. Because, number one, um, I still think Nick Saban's the better coach, the better recruiter, the better organizer, the better everything. And if Nick Saban might be here, I'm not saying this for sure. Nobody's ever left Auburn willingly. You know, they always either get fired or they, you know, jump off Chimney Rock and get hurt like Terry Bowden. Um, but, you know, Nick, there's a chance Nick Saban may be at Alabama longer than Lane Kiffin is at Auburn if Lane Kiffin is hired because Lane Kiffin moves around a lot. Again, he might get to Auburn and love it. I don't know. I still think he'd be a good hire, but there's no chance I would say I would shove Nick out the door to hire Lane Kiffin. I, I don't know that there's a coach that I would do that for. 
Well, again, if I was, I would ask, what has Lane done at Ole Miss to make people believe he's going to win more games at Auburn than he won at Ole Miss? I don't understand that part of it. Now, I suppose an Auburn fan will say, Auburn is, is it's easier to win at Auburn than it is Ole Miss. It may have been before NIL. It may have been before the SEC contracts with all these TV networks gave everyone in the SEC $40 million a year to spend on football. Uh, I would argue that the Auburn job and Ole Miss job aren't too dissimilar in 2022. They were in, in, in 2002. They were in 2012. They were certainly were in 1992 and 1982 and 1972. But I think in 2022, you have – Georgia and Alabama at the very top, maybe LSU, maybe, uh, maybe Florida. And then you sort of have everyone else. And, and, and I, I think that I'm just not convinced that what Lane will do at Auburn will be any better than what he did at Ole Miss. Now, what he did at Ole Miss was good and really good and is an improvement over Auburn's crazy inconsistency. Auburn has had nutty inconsistency going back to post-Tuberville where two of Gus's teams were really good and the rest of them were bad and Brian Harson's teams were bad and they have totally lacked the ability to just string together eight, nine, and ten win seasons. They haven't been able to do that. They might be able to do that under Lane. But in terms of like, uh, you know, I would just ask, what, what, who did Lane beat at Ole Miss that made everyone go – Wow. Wow. No, what Lane was able to do is win consistently against teams that he should have beat, and he did beat them. And there is something to that that is laudable and admirable and worthy of hiring him into a bigger job. Agreed. But it's not like Lane went to Ole Miss and beat Alabama. By the way, and this gets me, and and uh, kudos to my buddy uh, Tim, won't say his last name, Watts. But <laughs> kudos to my buddy who told me, just pointed this out. Ask every Auburn fan today who's bust into higher lane. Ask every Alabama fan, is Lane an offensive genius? What are you going to get? Yes. Ask this question. Is Pete Golding a terrible defensive coordinator? What answer are you going to get? Yes. Lane's 0-3 against Pete Golding. 0-3. 0-3. And I just use that as an example of what what is why is Auburn paying Lane Kiffin Nick Saban money? Okay, now we got to take a break. Um, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we'll finish this and then get into the predictions because it's going to be a quick one. Yep. Okay, so I think you're right, and 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 look, the I'm not hating on Lane for getting the money. There's some Auburn people like well, I don't right. think we should pay anybody that money, and I'm like it just is the money is what it is now, and um, you're just. Yeah, Auburn, you're going to overpay for Lane Kiffin. You just are. Now, I think Lane Kiffin, again, I think it would be a very, very good hire. The The thing about Kiffin that you're right, um, he has beat the teams he's supposed to beat. But, you know, he was this close to losing to A&M this year. Now, so was Alabama. But he was this right. close to losing to Kentucky this year. Should have lost to Kentucky, right? I mean, Kentucky had the ball in deep in the red zone twice and had two funky turnovers. Weird. That's their two best wins. That's Ole Miss's two best wins. You can point to their overall record and be like, wow, look at Ole Miss. They're they're eight and two. 
best wins are Kentucky and A&M. And here's the other thing that I tell Auburn fans. And again, this, it doesn't mean anything. And it's just a way to get a dig in. Lane Kiffin had two losses last year, right? Guess who one of them was two? Brian Harson. So again, Hey, that's another great point. You know, I, I defend Alabama's coaches. Everybody knows me that I'm the guy that defends Alabama's coaches and he tries to be rational, objective, but he still defends. One of the things that drove me nuts when we were very busy firing Anthony Grant and Avery Johnson, when we were, when we were so busy firing them, we were trying to hire coaches that Anthony and Avery beat. That's right. Like oh, our guys stink and these other guys are good. Anthony and Avery beat those guys. And and that is not to say that's the reason to keep Anthony or Avery. I'm just saying Lane lost to these guys that you, you're paying him the same money. You're paying him the same money. And he lost to those guys. And again, some of this get back. Any Auburn fan will tell us right now, Luke, that we're crazy because at Auburn it's easier to win and they got more money and they got more resources. True, true, sort of. But I'm, I think in 2000, this is what I would like to see happen as a social experiment. And we all saw how fun the social experiment was in the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd and the social experiment of that, the Trading Places. This is what I want to see happen, Luke. I want to see this. Please help me make this social experiment happen. I want Auburn to hire Lane and I want Ole Miss to hire Hugh Freeze back. Ooh. Oof. Five years from now, who's got a better record? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I'm like you. I mean, I think it will be Auburn, but again, one thing. I'm not sure. And now, we assume when we go to this divisionless conference that Alabama will still play Tennessee, Auburn, and probably Mississippi State. Auburn will probably play Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi State or something like that. So, um, in that case – See, Auburn's still going to have the tougher schedule. Auburn is always going to have the tougher non-conference schedule because Auburn does have the ability to garner enough respect to get a good home-and-home. Home. Ole Miss can't get as many good home-and-homes. They do have USC coming up because I checked it out, which I found weird. But they – yeah, and I'm happy for them. I am. Um, but uh, for the most part, Auburn's non-conference is always going to be tougher. I mean, Auburn's got Baylor and UCLA coming up. They got Cal coming up, which is like, eh. But, that, I mean, they they have Baylor and UCLA and Miami uh, in on future schedules. And, again, I give them props for that. And in, and in the expanded playoff system, it may not matter quite as much. But, you know, what, what I'm saying is that uh, the other thing about Lane going to Auburn, Auburn does have higher expectations than Ole Miss. I think it is laughable. Some people have said Ole Miss and Auburn is a lateral move. It's not a lateral move. Auburn's a better program. Just give that up. Um, it, you're right. The distance isn't quite as far as it used to be, but it's still it's the better program. It's undeniable. Now, in football, historically, yeah, historically, in football, if if and first of all, if it's so easy to win at Auburn, why yeah. have they lost at least four games every year since 2014? They've lost four games yeah. every year since 2014, every single year, and they've got what three losing seasons mixed in there? If they uh, have a losing season this year, it's either three or two. I can't remember. But regardless, um, that's number one. Number two, you know, Auburn's not going to be as quick to forgive a, a losing streak like uh, Ole Miss has to Alabama right now. Auburn's not going to be as quick to forgive that. I mean, if Lane, Lane's like, oh, well, we lost to Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky's pretty good this year. 
Auburn's not going to forgive that, especially paying 11 million a year. So I'm just saying that there, there is a people thinking is crazy that Lane wouldn't leave. I'm like, he's got a pretty sweet setup. He's not in a, he's not in a, uh, under the magnifying glass where at Auburn, he will be. I mean, if people will be looking at him, talking to him all the time, that can be a positive. Lane's a social animal. Maybe he loves it. Maybe he loves it. But maybe he likes just being able to go around Ole Miss every now and again and nobody bugging him. He's like, hey, look, as long as you keep winning 10 games a year, we're going to stay out of your hair. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's do a prediction real quick. I mean, we've blown this whole show sure. and crap that is not predictions. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> predictions. Um. Let's go here. Um, how about this? Uh, I think Kentucky. Uh, we don't play. Kentucky's going to lose. to No, no. I think Kentucky's going to lose to Georgia, but I think they push Georgia. How about that? Kentucky pushes Georgia. I, I don't. I don't think it'll be a blowout. Should, Georgia I, win the game. I should have been more specific. We have about fifty seconds left. I need you to predict the Alabama score. Oh, I was like going to leave that one alone. <laughs> 56 to nothing. All right, I'll go 51 to 3. How about that? 51 to 3. Okay. By the way, we both think uh, Alabama wins, right? I was going, yeah, I'm going Alabama. Okay. P on them. <laughs> P on Austin. I got a brother named Austin. I got to use that. Um, <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Uh, we will be back starting Sunday. You said predictions, and I was like, who's playing who this weekend? And then the first thing that came to mind is Kentucky, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I didn't know you were I'm Austin P. I'm like, we're going to predict that. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for this podcast. We'll be back Sunday and we'll be getting you ready for the Iron Bowl. Until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.